If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution. Thank you for stopping by the Hoarding Solution podcast and checking out Tuesdays with Tammy. I appreciate your time and your interest in hearing about all the things that come into play in hoarding situations. And today I'm going to talk about self-care considerations. And I know that throughout the year we can forget that self-care matters, but I know throughout the holidays, it's even easier to forget that there are some things that we can do for ourselves that will help our self-care greatly. So I'm just going to talk about a few of the things that seem to come up a lot and some of the things to think about when you're just going through life and self-care is really valuable and it really matters. And so I work on the issue of hoarding, obviously, And one of the tenets that I put out regarding that is to put your own mask on first. And yes, it's similar to the airplane analogy, but it really does matter that if you're walking into some of these situations that you consider your breathing, your needs, your physical situation, and your mental health. So you really do need to look at how can you care for you when you're going into some of these situations. And so I'll just go through some of the things that I find that I have to really work on um, and keep track of. And the first one is sleeping. And often sleep can be problematic for a number of reasons, whether it's in a new location, um, if you're traveling, if you're staying in a place that is not familiar to you, or maybe it doesn't have uh, dark enough curtains, or maybe you need a room with a door Um, that allows you to shut out other distractions, especially if you do shift work or have like an alternate schedule like that. So sleeping really is a health component. And I find the better I sleep, the better I function. And part of sleeping for me is also exercising. And in general, my objective is to walk 30 minutes uh, a day for say six days per week or get some other form of exercise for about 30 minutes a day. And that allows me to clear my mind and also helps me sleep a lot better at night when I can do that. Another aspect of this is eating and finding foods that are quality foods that give you energy and don't drag you down. And that can really depend on what your Uh, medical situation is or physical situation, but finding ways to eat and not starve yourself is really valuable. And meal prepping is something some people do and I do to some degree. Um, And that can really help you focus on what you need, you know, for nutrition. Another aspect, and this kind of comes up with mental health things is taking in that shower, taking the bath, um, taking that time for you. So you feel squeaky clean and ready to take on whatever you need to do. Another aspect of that is, of course, the cooking and um, cooking meals, having space to cook your meals, you know, having a place to do that is really important, especially if that's not something you saw modeled in a situation where you grew up. Um, So as planning that time for cooking and having what you need to do that can really help you 
um, with the meal prepping. It's also really valuable to have good boundaries. And that can be also a challenge to create or know what a good boundary looks like. And an example I would say is that maybe you do a morning meditation and that's like a non-negotiable for you. So that first 30 minutes, that's what you do. And so whoever in your life that, that impacts, you may want to make it clear that this is, you know, this is the time that you take for you and I will be meditating from six to six 30 or whatever it is. Um, so, but having some boundaries around what you need is really valuable. Also doing laundry is really important. So you have some clean clothes, all the things you need to be prepared to go on with your day and finding some time to throw that load in um, throughout your day or, you know, planning that throughout your week can be helpful. So you don't have a big pile at the end of the week, which I'm guilty of that, of course, of just waiting till it piles up. But then sometimes I don't have the time or maybe physically now it's hard to move the, the laundry around if you've hurt your back or something. So it can be helpful to do that laundry as you go. And it's really valuable. And it is a piece of self-care to have things ready for you to use. Another aspect is around pet care. And especially if you have pets, you know, there is some aspect of self-care in there, I would say, because we kind of rely on our pets, especially nowadays for some companionship and having them have what they need is just a way for us to show love to another creature. And sometimes the best way to feel better about ourselves is to show love to someone else or something else. And so I find that to be a piece of, of self-care, not only for myself, but I know other people who are very highly vested in their pets. And there's a reason for that. You know, they're a lot for a lot of us, they're our little furry family members and I relate to that because there's a lot of us who, who are in that position where our pets are our family, basically. And the other part of this is also, you know, when you think about self-care, you might have to ask for what you need because it's may not always be readily in front of you. And you may have to get used to the idea that people are willing and enjoy helping, um, in these situations. So it's really valuable and important to remember that you can ask for help. And that is a part of self-care. I mean, it could be something as simple as um, someone picking up a grocery item for you while they're at the store, or it could be diving into asking for other types of help that you need, whether it's mowing your lawn or getting a ride or having someone go with you to the doctor. I mean, there are ways for you to ask for help. And a lot of people really would appreciate the opportunity to assist. So just keep in mind that that is um, something that people are willing to do and that it can be hard to recognize that people do would willingly help us and that we're worthy of the help. And it's just an aspect to consider that self-care sometimes means asking other people to help you do that. So that's wrapping up my thoughts on the self-care considerations. And you might have other ones that are valuable to you, but do remember that your self-care is a priority and it is important and there's no reason to ignore it. Uh, you know, you may have to delay it for some reason. And I see that a lot, especially when you're juggling parents and kids and jobs and working from home and there's just all this juggle and there's hard 
it's difficult to figure out where one begins and another ends. And so somewhere in there, it, it can get frustrating if you don't figure out how you can take a bit of a break in some way. And self-care is a good excuse and a good reason to, to stop for a minute and take care of you and figure out how you can do that. And when, when you're doing that, you're not only doing it for you, it makes you and helps you show up better for the other people in your life. So self-care really is a, is and should and can be a priority for you and it benefits others too. So thank you for stopping by the Hoarding Solution podcast. I hope some of this will help you out as you figure out what self-care looks like for you and what you need to be all right in the world. So I thank you for stopping by and I wish everyone a happy holiday. If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution 